Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 381. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is sunny and still cold. We have been sort of bouncing back and forth with the temperatures and so you never really know what you're going to get when you walk outside. But today is chilly. It has been a busy week and and so I've been trying to figure out how to describe or which to focus on of all the things that are moving around right now, energetically and physically in my life. And so once again, I'm going to say, I don't know where we're going with it today. (laughs) I don't know what's going to come through, but the title I have is Bridging and the focus seems to be on some examples, some definitions of how I feel we are bridging the gap to the new earth. There's, there's so much in the words that I use to open up the space each week when I do this audio, this recording. And I feel like I say it and you hear it, but perhaps we don't actually understand or fully have the same vibration or definition of what I mean by it. And so bridging seems to be the the focus for today. Okay, so here's here's the feeling of it. And it probably is going to be through examples in terms of lineage or family dynamics, you know, like grandparent to parent to child to grandchild to great-grandchild, kind of that flow of generations is how I am describing bridging. So now that I've opened up, I'm like, okay, there's so much to tell you. (laughs) Okay. So bridging the gap, bridging the gap to the new earth. It feels like we have been in this one experience as a humanity of what it means to be alive on this planet and how the human journey works as a general statement. And now we're moving towards this new possibility, which I've described before. I see it as the soul being more and more in the body, more and more present in this human experience. Not just a little bit of our infinite soul, but more and more of the power of our soul in the body. And so if we're moving towards a collective experience where more infinite consciousness awareness is in more and more human bodies things have to change because we haven't really been all that present before or that aware of all the dimensions of consciousness we've just kind of been in our 3d reality i think that's why people use the terms 3d 4d 5d it's like a there's this sort of way of seeing the world that's a very neutral generic uh scientifically 
justifiable, evidence-based. <laughs> you know, I see it, it must be. And we're moving towards this more magical, uh, ethereal, but real experience of being in a human body where you see more than what is in front of your physical eyes. You see with other senses. And so if if we're in this process of moving from one way of being to another way of being at a collective level, it's creating a bunch of ripples and, and shifts in what we perceive. And we've all been seeing this play out. I mean, just look at how COVID stopped the world a year ago, stopped the world in its tracks. Everyone went, most everybody went into their homes or their circles, their bubbles, and like we were in our own space. And so there was this um, big event that happened that kind of forced everybody to start to look at life a little differently, look at the human journey a little differently, start to analyze how we live, how we work, where we spend our time, who we spend our time with, where we spend our money. We've had so many incredible lessons over the past year. And now we're, we're, I believe, moving into more awareness, more shifting. There was a beautiful card that I was watching that Santero pulled in one of the videos that she has on her YouTube channel. And it was the chameleon card. And just the image of it was so helpful. Like the camouflage is starting to drop. It's starting to, to dissolve. And so we are seeing more of what's true. And so if that's one way we've been in the past of living and we're moving towards this new way and in between we're starting to have more awarenesses and the camouflage, the veil is falling, it can be so disorienting and create such chaos mentally and emotionally as this shift is happening. And so I feel like today... The, the message, the gift I'm offering you is, let me tell you about the bridging process, about the way to get comfortably from what was to what is, to what is becoming, like how we understand that bridging so that your mind has some structure to hold on to when it looks like things are really messy or People aren't getting along. I've heard this so many times. The whole world is divided. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's just we're bridging. We're shifting and, and it's creating some conversations as that happens. And it looks divisive, but ultimately it will bring us to a new reality, a new humanity. So these are philosophical thoughts and I'll provide practical (laughs) examples and then you have your own experience with it you you hear my words and you feel the energy I'm sending and then you sit with it and write about it or talk about it or write music about it create art like you do your thing and more starts to come into your awareness and then you share it and someone shares it and it's like energy like i talked about last week stimulus energy we we send energy out and it stimulates more energy in those around us and then everyone is suddenly a little more energized a little more awake <laughs> and then we just 
arrive eventually at this new way of being a human, an infinite soul in a human body. And along the way, we're having this incredible journey. It's just sometimes we get so stuck in the moment that we're in or in the feeling that we're in or the pain that we're in that it's like, this is more true than the actual journey. There is no future. There is no past. There is nothing but this one painful, terrible experience that I'm in. And so I must sit in this. And, you know, we get very um, locked into one particular part of this bridging and it can grip us and hold us there. It's like getting stuck, you know, with your foot in a grip or your foot in the mud or you you can't pull yourself out of a certain moment and so you think this moment is all there is. And and it's not. It's it's this beautiful journey and this moment will shift and then there will be another moment and that one might be incredibly beautiful and then there might be another one that's a little painful and there you know it's it's this long journey of becoming something that we have not been as a humanity in a long time a long time we have known how to be the embodied soul in the human form in other civilizations on this planet. I absolutely believe that. But those experiences have been wiped out. They have been changed as the energy of Earth has changed. And so now we're here in this civilization experience believing this is all that's ever been. And so how could we create something new? I believe at a soul level, many of us who are here to guide this bridging time have been in those prior civilizations, have been in those embodied experiences, and there's a part of us that remembers that. It's like when the infinite soul is in the human form, the human form, the cells of our body still vibrate with that knowing that there was something else that's not recorded in the history books, that's not believed to be true because there's no scientific data of it. And yet our cells know, like we know, we know we have been that before. And so we can sit like I am in this moment, feeling our cells just singing to us and vibrating at this frequency and and reminding us like, oh yeah, you already know how to bridge the gap. You've done it before. <laughs> so just do it again, except better this time. With more, with more joy perhaps this time because the suffering has been so much more intense in this civilization. It expands the capacity when our suffering is intense and then the joy can be stretched to the opposite end of the continuum. It's like the range is so big that the the level of joy when humanity in this civilization is embodying the infinite soul in the human human form, when we are in that experience, when we have bridged the gap, and we are in that new collective human experience, it will be exponentially more than any other civilization prior to this because the suffering range continuum has been so wide. 
And so I can feel that. I can feel that in the cells of my body. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I know I've done this before. And we're playing a whole different game this time. It's so much more becoming so much more. And so I can transmit that frequency to you. So this is an example of bridging. Bridging is articulating what you know in your cells of your form are true. Even if your mind is like, what are you saying? <laughs> like I often feel in this space, my mind is like, what? <laughs> but my soul is just speaking and I can feel in my body how true it is. And so my mind has to sort of move to the side a little bit and go, well, we're just going to let this one play out. <laughs> we'll see where she takes it. <laughs> and then when I listen to it, the human viv, when I listen to this recording sometime in the next week or two, when I go back and I listen, there's this whole gift of receiving it as the human from my infinite soul. And so I'm bridging the gap for myself. My soul is saying these things flowing this beautiful energy through and my mind is witnessing it my body's feeling it and then later I go and I have that whole experience again but from the human level feeling remembering embodying in my soul my form again what I know to be true <laughs> Jade just came and sat on my lap she's purring <laughs> One of our favorite humans is in the house today. One of my son's friends is here, and he was one of those who cuddled her and helped her when she was a brand new, tiny little infant kitty who'd been abandoned by her mama, and so she remembers him. So she's just purring today. She's so happy he's here. <laughs> oh, okay, bridging. <laughs> Jay is like, I'm here. I'm here to do my work. Let's talk about bridging. <laughs> okay. So there's that whole civilization thing, which absolutely feels true in my mind. Is like, what? <laughs> there's also, there's this generational thing that I'm going to try name in the way that I feel it. So if you think about... I mean, if we go way back to tribes of humans when they were just surviving in natural environments and building huts and hunting for food and, you know, trying to understand the illness in the body, it was such a, um, it was a, a tribal community. This is, these are very general statements about history. There was a tribal community where everyone was interdependent on each other and still this teaching from the parent down to the child, from the grandparent down to the parent down to the child. The flow was moving in that direction from older to younger. And, and we, were, we were building. This is so funny. I'm like, how are you describing this? <clears throat> we were learning as a humanity how to move out of survival and and so it was information that was passed from older to younger as we've moved through time in the history of humanity we have become more civilized is that the right word more educated <laughs> wiser 
not as barbaric for the most part. And I'm speaking from my perspective of history here, so I understand there are so many different perspectives of history. As time has gone by and we have learned different tools and resources, the hope, the intention is that each generation that is coming new into the earth, into the energy field of Gaia, is going to up-level the human experience, make it, bring it closer to heaven on earth, bring it closer to infinite embodiment. And so we slowly move out of survival and into philosophical conversations. This is what I've been touching on in a couple of the recent podcasts, the disparities between experiences within one earth school. There are so many different experiences you can still have. So as I believe over the last 20, 10, 5 years, the evolution has just been so rapid, so dramatic. There's such a consciousness up-leveling. And so even in the last 20 years, how much we have moved from barbaric, struggling, painful, brutal experiences to the possibility of more kindness and softness and gentleness in how we relate to each other. And we still have so far to go, right? We're not where we need to be. But this idea of bridging, I'll bring it to a very simple, simple example. And this has been playing out for me in my mind over the last few days. So we'll just do three generations in my lineage. So my mother's my mother and father, me, and then my children, my two children who are now 17 and 21. So when I was growing up 50 years ago, right? 40, 50 years ago, when I was growing up, the discipline process was, you don't follow my rules, I'm going to spank you. You, And it was the, the way that everyone was parenting. You you don't go into timeout, you get a spanking. It's a physical punishment. You have uh, harsh words because the anger that my parents were feeling had never been healed from their parents' relationships with them. The generational learning was where it was. And, and so my youth was very much about follow the rules. And if not, you get spanked. And so the idea of punishment was physical. As I became a parent, there was just this part of me that knew, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hit my children. I don't want punishment to be anger, to be physical. And so it was a very conscious evolution, a conscious choice of, you know, we're going to learn a different way. But I had to learn a different way. This is bridging. I had to learn a different way because I didn't know a different way. And so I read lots of books, talked to lots of people, tried to trust my own intuition, had lots of conversations. And I remember finally trying so many different things, but not wanting to hit. And I found this woman, there probably will be many who are my age, who will be like, I remember her, super nanny. She was this British Mary Poppins, and she had all these rules and processes and charts. And I mean, she was perfect for me <laughs> because there was process that you had to follow and you got these results. And so we 
I followed this book. I watched her videos. I'm like, I'm going to be a better mom. I'm going to, not that my mom was a bad mom. She was beautiful. She was just following what her generation was teaching her. And then I was this bridger trying to find something different, trying to do my part to evolve along with the collective what we were moving towards, not knowing what it was, just knowing it couldn't be what it had been. So Super Nanny had this naughty mat. You put a little carpet or something in front of a timer, so we did ours in the kitchen. <laughs> and I put this little mat down, and you, when the child does something they won't listen to you, you put them on the mat, and you set a timer for the number of minutes for how old they are. So, you know, at the time, I think my son was like three, four, and my daughter was seven. So I'd put him on the mat, put the timer on, and they had to sit there until, you know, they were done. And then we would hug and apologize and move on. For so long, I was like, yep, there they are sitting on the naughty mat because they know they were naughty. (laughs) This morning when I was meditating, I'm like, oh, the timer was for me. (laughs) I set the timer so I could cool down. So I wouldn't hit them. Like, isn't that, isn't that incredible? How it was a flip. It was like this process I thought to change my children somehow was actually teaching me how to change. And it, it's, it shifted the cycle. So I don't hit, we don't hit. It's, we don't have a physical punishment system in our house and we never have. It's the opposite. It's like I hug them all the time as much as they'll let me. You know, it's, it's so much more about physical is like good. It's an embrace. It's a connection. It's heart to heart. It's not hand and butt. It's like different. And so we've, we've started and again, this is my family, everyone's situations you look at for yourself. In my journey as someone who's here to help bridge the gap, part of how it's been playing out for me is in my actual family, in the way that I was parented, the way I parent, and the way I'm going to grandparent, and then the way my, my children will parent their children, and how we continue evolving into this the civilization way that we know is possible but that we don't have yet and so we've we've shifted that physical and and I've created changes in myself so that that isn't my default you know it's yeah anyway the next lineage is going to be grandchildren and it's amazing to already feel like how the focus is going to be on play it's it's not on looking for what's wrong looking for where the younger generation isn't following the rules i can see my role as creative play joy excitement um you know engaging in imagination instead of rules and structures and following guidelines I hope all of this is is translating. <laughs> it's a lot to try to articulate. Okay, so that's one very simple example about bridging. You know, how how am I changing the way that I manage my emotions and guide the next generation after me to work with managing their emotions? 
And so we've already started shifting. It's not physical. It's not reaction. It's quiet. It's sitting. It's, it's being with the emotion for a moment and allowing it to have some space to be felt and then having a conversation to go, here's what I felt. Here's what you felt. What do we do about it? I truly believe we're going to move very rapidly towards we don't even need to have those conversations. The, the emotion is felt. It dissolves or moves and we move on. <laughs> we go into the next moment and we go into the next experience and nobody's being punished for anything. It's just an emotion that moves through, a co-creation that happens and, and we move into something else. A word that I think uh, taps into the feeling of this well is the word flow, allowing energy to just constantly be flowing through us without having to lock in and hold onto it and understand it and put a story to it and a pattern to it. And then you got to do all this work to unravel that. It's, it's just energy flows through and it moves out and and then more energy flows through and and so your your life is it's more fluid (laughs) oh these words (laughs) I did a, a podcast last September called all about flow which would probably be a good one to listen to if if any of this is confusing to you or deeply resonating with you That podcast all about flow really describes how I feel energy moving through the human body, through the human collective experience, you know, guiding us on our way. Okay, so back to bridging. (laughs) So I'm bridging this idea of punishment, just as one example, and punishment versus play and teaching, parenting as a parent. There's actually, and this is where I'm going to read you the lyrics. So what brought a lot of this up this week, I, there was just lots of things happening with my children. And so I was very aware of the ways that we're playing and teaching each other and what they teach me and what I teach them and how magical this relationship is I've created with each one of my children. And then my beautiful friend Alicia sent me a song to listen to. And so I listened to it last night and then I had that on my Spotify this morning and on my way to the gym I was just pushing the next song to see what it was and this song started to play Forever Young which um, I know through Bob Dylan but I didn't know it through the artists who sing it for I think it was the show Parenthood or the movie Parenthood I think it's the TV show Parenthood And so I was hearing the lyrics completely differently than I have before because they were singing it in a different way than Bob Dylan sang it. And so this vibration or feeling I knew from this song from way back was suddenly being shown to me completely differently because of these new artists who were singing it attached to this new show that's really defining parenthood. And so it all kind of came full circle and it was so beautiful. So I'm going to read you the lyrics and it's, I'm going to read them, but it's printed out from Bob Dylan music, Bob Dylan energy. And also if you can Google or look for the link, or maybe I'll try to put it in the description of this new version of singing it, it sounds so 
different. And so maybe play with both of those pieces to see how the energy feels different to you as you hear both of them. And then you'll have a visceral experience of bridging of the same thing from 20, gosh, 1973, 40, almost 50 years ago, the same lyrics now playing with this new energy, you'll get an experience of bridging. Okay, so here's the song lyrics. Forever Young by Bob Dylan. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every rung. May you stay forever young. May you grow up to be righteous. May you grow up to be true. May you always know the truth and see the lights surrounding you. May you always be courageous, stand upright, and be strong. May you stay forever young. May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift. May you have a strong foundation when the winds of changes shift. May your heart always be joyful. May your song always be sung. May you stay forever young. Forever Young by Bob Dylan. Yeah, when I was hearing it today, oh, like, my heart could just feel it for my children. It was like I was hearing it, not my parents singing to me, but like me feeling it for this next generation. And it was funny how some of the words just triggered me. Not when I heard them singing it, but when I when I read the words printed out. Righteous. Like, may you grow up to be righteous. May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift. I'm like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with it. Righteous sounds judgmental. I don't want that to be their experience. And I don't want them to always be busy. I want them to be able to play. I don't want them to have to work as hard as we've worked, you know, in our lineage of our family. And I don't want them to always be on the run. I want them to have time to just be still. (laughs) I could just hear all this stuff moving through my mind. I was just laughing at myself like, oh, (laughs) we still have so far to go. But we're on our way. We're on our way. We're on this journey. And, and I know, I know what is shifting is so good and so beautiful. And the more of us who tap into that bridging, who tap into this idea that something new is being birthed, something new is unfolding, it's going to happen faster because more of us will be opening up the possibilities And so here I am talking about bridging again (laughs) in a new way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was asked a question today too, and I feel like it ties into this. So I'm going to tap in for a moment and, and see how it articulates, how it shares, how it comes through. So in this idea of bridging, one of my friends said to me, if, if you and this other person were the only ones in a relationship and experience before, and then that relationship ends, and you know you're moving into something else, but so is that other person, and so you're no longer moving together side by side, 
what happens to the memory of what it was that you shared? You know, why why is the separation necessary and and is it just forgotten when it's over? And I feel like that ties in so profoundly to what I'm feeling in this moment about bridging. When I started by saying there have been other civilizations where we have lived in unity and peace and joy and creative energy all the time, I absolutely believe that. And my soul remembers that. My heart melts in this moment. My heart remembers that. I believe there's a part of my mind that finds the little threads and pieces and images and keeps bringing them to my awareness. You know, for example, Lemuria, there's constantly little things that are showing up about that. I mean, there are so many, and I don't even know if we remember half of them. There are so many civilizations that I believe have existed and have been incredibly powerfully beautiful on this planet and perhaps are in this moment, but we, we can't access them physically or consciously yet. It's like in Black Panther, there's that world that the superheroes are able to pierce. They fly through the energy bubble, remember? And then they land in that world, Wakanda. Oh my gosh, someone's going to yell at me because I said it wrong. But there's this protected, futuristic experience in this energy field of Gaia that exists at the same time as the 3D reality everybody else is in. You know, I don't know if our minds would allow us to understand how multiple experiences could all be happening at the same time, but our soul knows it. Our soul feels it. And and there's a part of our human collective form that feels that like how to explain it so we talk about dna being handed from generation to generation and we you know we talk about viruses and illnesses and all these things that are passed down in the physical bodies of our lineage i also believe there's memory there's cellular memory and it exists in the energy field of Gaia. It exists in the water. It exists in the air. Isn't this what... Um, into the unknown. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can see the two ice princess women. I can't think of what... <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> in Frozen, that's what they talk about, is the water holds these old, 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 old stories. And the main character is able to freeze the water and show the story as an ice sculpture. Our physical bodies are constantly being fueled by air and by water and by the food that grows from the soil. Well, the soil, the water, the air all hold every memory that's ever been in experienced on, been and experienced on this planet. Anything, anything that's ever happened is stored in the memory of the physical structure of Gaia. And so if we're eating it and drinking it and breathing it, it's in our physical cells. Like there's a part of us that is totally tapped into all the civilizations that have ever existed. And when I say these words and your mind is like, what, how? Your body tingles, your body vibrates. It 
It's like that buzz of energy moves through that says, oh yeah, we know that story. Our mind doesn't, <laughs> but our body, our cells do. And, and then we don't quite know what to do with it. This brings us back to the idea of, of bridging. When, when your cells hold that ancient memory, it guides you, it changes you, it helps you tap into the frequency of where you're going, what we're moving towards. Saying this out loud is like so, it's like honey going through my body, just going, yes, <laughs> I know where we're going, it's so beautiful. And I know we're not there yet, but we're on our way, we're well on our way. And it's going to be so amazing when when more and more of us remember and the conversations are all about these memories that we're starting to have bubble up and the way it feels and when kindness and generosity are more common than greed and betrayal, we're going to have this whole different experience on earth. And we know it's possible because the water and the air and the soil are telling us it's possible. Our body is being fueled with possibility when we allow ourselves to feel it. But our mind is very good at saying, nope, not true, can't be true, evidence, science, research, <laughs> this, that, the other. <laughs> yeah, so back to the question that my friend asked, you know, what happens when you have this experience of connection, heart, love, connection between two people, and then the relationship ends? what happens to that memory and to me it's the same answer I just gave about the collective human experience memory the memory of a love that is pure in the moment it's being experienced that experience that feeling that vibration that frequency it's in the water that you shared together. It's in the food that you shared together. It's in the air that you breathe together. And so that story is part of the collective consciousness of Gaia. It's part of the collective consciousness of humanity. And that pure moment of connection uplevels the whole human collective energy so much. You could have one hour of that level of pure love heart to heart soul to soul connection go into the air go into the water go into the consciousness of Gaia and it will dilute millions of hours of shit energy I absolutely believe that so perhaps this belief I have that it serves us to spend more time being in the vibration of love, allowing our hearts to keep opening, expressing this, this feeling of beauty and goodness that's already here and that's only expanding. It serves us to spend our time in that vibration, talking about it, sharing it, feeling it, co-creating it. Because every time we touch that frequency, we, we dissolve so much of the old. We transmute the energy, we alchemize it into something different. So we can 
we can still dip, we can still drop into fear and doubt and confusion and sit in it for a while and then come back out. But if, if we get into this flow of, if we get into this flow of love more and more and more, the healing that we're transmitting into the energy field of Gaia and humanity is so powerful. It's so powerful. And so you can still have the news report all the negatives, but there's a whole bunch of positives that are also happening at the same time. And those positives are way more powerful than all the negatives. And eventually we will arrive at a place. Here's an example of bridging again. Eventually we will arrive at a place where it just doesn't match our frequency to be talking about all the negatives, to be studying the news and the research and the data. The, the vibration of love is going to be so pure and so easily transmitted and connecting us so deeply and beautifully that it won't even register on our radar that we want to be in that other energy. It, it won't match anymore. And then we will create remember, realize again, times a million, the experiences we've had in prior civilizations. We will be the infinite soul embodied in the human form and creating magic together. It's already happening. <laughs> it's already happening. And it's just going to keep happening more and more. Oh my goodness, I need to take a picture of this beautiful little kitty sitting on my lap, just like staring at me with her green eyes. She's so cool. <laughs> she is helping me bridge the gap for sure. For sure. All right. That was uh, very much an energetic transmission. So if the words are not quite making sense, it's okay. <laughs> Allow yourself to have received the energy. And maybe at some point go back and listen again and you'll be able to receive more from the words because that's what I'm going to have to do too. <laughs> Says the human version of me that knows like the soul just took over in the most beautiful way and reminded us of where we're going because sometimes we need that reminder. It gets very dense and very overwhelming. And we just moved into Pisces and Pisces is the dreamer. So let's remember that. Let's tap into that. Allow your dreams to expand. Allow yourself to remember who you've been before in other civilizations. I don't think you would be listening to me if you didn't have some memory of that or wanted to tap into the memory that's possible here on this planet through the water, through the air, through the food. There's, a, there's been so many quotes I've been reading that literally use the words heaven on earth. And that to me is infinite embodiment. We are the infinite soul in the human form, living this physical experience. And in the living of it, it is beauty and joy and play and bliss and magic and collaboration and care, such big care for each other. So we are bridging to that and yeah, it's good to be on the journey with you. 
All right, I'm headed off into our gym. Uh, we started our men's gym last week on Sunday. It was amazing. It was so good. We have new men who are joining this week. There will be a little more space, and I'm going to start a waiting list. So if anything about Viv's Energy Gym is resonating with you, trust it. Look at my website. Sign up. Come join in the conversation. It's pretty awesome. All right. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.